I posted a TikTok recently and somebody goes, it's the gravy girl. I was like, yeah, it is. Changed my bio in on Instagram as the gravy girl. I love it. I will absolutely take it. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting to become best friends with Bisto and then it'll be perfect. Then you're sorted. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sponsorship deals and through the crowd. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That Sunday mm-hmm. dinner is sorted for life. Sorted. Absolutely. Mm. Sounds good. <laughs> just got, got some feels, write some songs. But you know some what? songs. I got three chords and a story. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finterviews. I'm your host Connor Finn and this is a show where I get to chat to the most interesting people I know. On the show this week, I was honoured to be joined by the fabulous Leisha. Now, if you're not familiar with Leisha, she's an Irish music artist hailing from the beautiful locks of Galway. He's taken the music industry by storm within the last decade with her infectious all-pop hits. And with the release of her stunning new album, Healthy, which probably has her now better known as Gravy Girl, <laughs> we caught up with Leisha, living her best life on an island off the west coast of Ireland, her fascinating journey from playing Irish trad with legends like Sharon Shannon to moving to Dublin and discovering her signature pop sound, part-time job trauma, TikTok, Beans, and finding moments of awe making music with Irish women in harmony. Oh my god, this interview, I, if that sounds like a lot, it was a lot, because we went on heaps and bounds, Leisha was just such a lovely given guest to have on the show, and she just was such crack to be around, and just had some fascinating stories, and is living the absolute dream of it and she deserves every bit of it you guys this is one of my favorite interviews i've done today because it was just such a pleasure to host but without further ado please enjoy this latest episode of interviews with the stunning leisha well, welcome back to another episode of Interviews on the show this week. I am delighted to welcome on a very sober, not hungover, even though it's day after Paddy's day. I mean, we're already in shock. Leisha, how's it going, Leisha? Hello, how are you? <laughs> Definitely, you- yeah, I know. It sounds nearly sarcastic that you said, like, not hungover, because I actually am it, but that sounded, you know what I mean? Like, being Irish, you'd think. I know, I know, I but that's... Been. <laughs> like, even just your, like, response would be like, hello, I'm like... Hello. Well, we're in different <laughs> wavelengths right now. Like, I have the sun beaming in on me. Usually, in like, adore the tiniest bit of sun, but, like, I li- I'm actually, like, sunburned from yesterday, and like, I feel like I'm dr- <gasps> just hot sweats and everything. It's intense. Oh God. Gosh, It is yeah. intense. The weather, we're not used to the elements, unless you go through, like, ten walks a day. Like, what's the point in going outside, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> just, just as, we're not used to the elements at all. But, I mean, anyways, apart from that, I mean, how are you go? How are you going? <laughs> How's it going anyways with yourself? How is everything? Gives a little bit of an update. What is life like for you? What is life like for me at the moment? Um, so I've I've just been kind of boasting about this since I moved here, but I'm out on a lovely small small island off the west coast, and I'm living on a beach, and I can literally see the tide coming in every every day, and I'm watching the birds. There's a swan down here today, which usually doesn't happen. There's the swans are usually on the other side of the island. <laughs> I was about to say, just even down they're flocking here. over. <laughs> yeah, even they're like, what's going on? over here like um so there was a swan that came over and all the seagulls were kind of just staring at it up on a rock at one stage going who's this who's that what are they doing what are they? And, and then probably admiring its lovely neck going why doesn't mine do that 
But um, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying myself out here. It feels very much like a quarantine bubble already. Um, mm. You know, because there's only a hundred people who live here, and it's so quiet. And it's mad. Yeah, it's very it's really nice. <laughs> like nothing changes, and so it sort of feels like I'm caught in this time warp anyway. But yeah, I'm I'm really happy out here. Yeah, and I mean as well, like we're really chancing our arm. The Wi-Fi seems to be great on your end. I'm I'm just impressed. Like Jesus, I'm impressed too. Well, I'm working off my hotspot right now. Like my <laughs> oh. phone battery is so sad at this stage because it just needs to. My phone is a hotspot, like oh, the Wi-Fi no. box. Do you know what I mean? It has to be plugged in all the time. But it's doing well today. When the weather's good, when it's not windy, mm. it seems to, you know, it's so funny. It's like being back in the day, I'd be like, oh, I can't get reception. Like, do you remember those days when we could, we didn't have internet on your phone? It just, oh, madness. Like, yeah, I yeah. I mean, I was one of those ones that like literally carried around the battery pack with my phone all the time just because it like yes. was constantly dead. Do you know what I mean? Trying yes. to get anything yes. on it. Like, I remember when I actually discovered like 4G, I was like, wait, everybody's been using this? Oh, oh, okay. Right. Well, oh, oh, I'm just like seven years behind. Oh, yeah. yeah. Madness, madness oh same yeah I was that kid as well I didn't have a f- I didn't have like an iPhone for a really long time and I ended up swinging one because my <laughs> mom needed an update but I knew she would never use an iPhone so uh. I said hey let's go into let's go into Vodafone ma'am and let's get you that phone for me walked out and then I was like wait a minute I'm still on Meteor I had to walk back in I was like hi can you make me Vodafone now please for my new phone it was I- it was an iPhone 4 I was delighted I thought it was class oh my god oh god yeah. you're preaching to the choir that was literally the exact same as mm-hmm. me 5s yeah. literally when i got a new one about this time last year actually yeah that lasted me all the way through college everything else and i yeah. mean for my sins there's probably like no evidence that i was alive during that time because just i couldn't take it like couldn't even take pictures on it like it was just <laughs> Toaster horrendous pictures. oh yeah like it looks really bad but i mean yes. enough about iphones and i mean don't make me jealous more about you living on west coast it's fine um, but for maybe the odd chance that people don't know who you are, Leisha, honestly, mm-hmm. rude, uh, first off, <laughs> who are they? Are they living under a rock? I don't even know who I am. <laughs> but maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from and your background, kind of what you're known for, I suppose, and why we're chatting today. Yeah, I am a singer, songwriter, artist. Um, I'm a Galwegian. I write songs and you. have been for you for <laughs> God, I'd say almost 10 years now, which is bizarre. It's very weird being in your mid 20s and everything that you started doing as a project in your mid teens is now a decade later. But um, <laughs> yes, that's not that's beside the point. Um, yeah. And I just I just released a new EP called Healthy and kind of I've been in therapy for the past year. It's been really fun, actually, really challenging, really sore and kind of just being um being quite excited about welcoming all that pain and and using it um to turn it around into something else which was the ep and yeah i i I, that's me i'm just 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 a gal with lots of feelings writing songs that's me (laughs) (laughs) i love it that's like probably the most insane way to wrap it up (laughs) just a gal got some feelings write some songs but you know what songs i got three chords and a story But I mean, I'm taking it from the EP, Healthy. I mean, it, it, it seems to be going pretty well for you. Anyways, congratulations, by the way. I kind of, when I was getting in touch with you, um, it is hilarious whenever I just DM random people online. But you're like EP, Healthy, and obviously like one of the songs off at Gravy has been like one of my like lockdown shoots. It's like, shut it out. No like properly, like, you know, it's probably really? like one of those wee bedroom bops or like if you're going for a wee walk or anything, like, no, I just completely adored it. So, um, yeah, no, just 
first and foremost, congratulations of it all. Like it's been thank fucking you. you've been doing sick, like Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for welcoming that song into your life. I know it's a bit of a weird one and people are like, Oh my god, it's the girl like I posted a TikTok recently and somebody goes, It's the gravy girl. I was like, yeah, it is. Changed my bio in on Instagram as the gravy girl. I love it. I will absolutely take it. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting to become best friends with Bisto and then it'll be perfect. Then you're sorted. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sponsorship deals in through the crown. Do you know what I mean? Mum's never going to have to pay for Bisto ever again. Like sorted. No. Do you know what I mean? No. So, no. Sundays- dad even. Actually, my dad's the chef in the house. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Sunday mm-hmm. dinners sorted for life. Sorted. Ted, absolutely. Mm. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose, like, you mentioned there, obviously, like, best part of, a, the, you know, the last 10 years, Jackie, you have been producing mu- music, like, singer, songwriter, like, going from strength to strength. And honestly, like, it's just been, like, you've kind of been one of the spot, like, ones that, like, even when I was trying to do some research, like, it was funny just, like, seeing, like, you coming through the years and stuff like this as being, like, Jesus, like, it's really evident like how much I've grafted and because you're still so young as well I think it's just like you're coming into your voice so much and things like this I'm talking like I know what I'm talking about I have no fucking clue what I'm talking no, about but really to me just to like Thank seeing you. somebody that's like being able to take this passion and run with it like this kind of half what I do the interviews for because I'm just like how do they do it but honestly like it's just so lovely to kind of see where you're getting to now but what I'm kind of wondering is like obviously you're here now, you're off, you're looking at swans out in your beach and stuff like this. <laughs> like, it sounds hilarious. But take us back to maybe when you first got into music and, like, like mm. was it something that you'd always gravitated towards and maybe, like, had a passion for? Or, I mean, was there ever, like, potentially another path in mind? Because I think me and you actually had a similar kind of um, start with music. You were, you were a wee trad fiddler, were you? Yeah, a little trad head. Yeah, I started yeah. playing the fiddle when I was five. Ah. Um, I think I started, actually, I, I really started my career. My music career started when I was four, um, <laughs> playing the whistle. And I hated it. I really didn't like it. And it was it was such a pity that I didn't, because, like, the whistle could go in your pocket. Like, oh, you know what I mean? I could have brought so it anywhere. So convenient, honestly. But it also yeah. just seemed so basic it seemed like such a basic instrument especially because everyone learns it in school I was like oh, I'm gonna be different at five having these thoughts but no I hated it I I, re- I just didn't like it I felt so uncomfortable playing it it was just awkward maybe it's because I had crappy like gappy teeth I don't know but I saw a fiddle well I saw an orchestra and I saw a violin um mm. on on the tv at one stage and then I turned to my parents and I said I want to play that and then they mm. said okay so then I started I started lessons probably five nearly six mm. playing the fiddle um and yeah I I didn't really realize that I was playing trad I thought I was just you know I didn't realize there were different genres or different types of music or anything like it's that I was hilarious. just so excited to play yeah yeah right <laughs> you're just so saying, you just I want to learn some music and then next thing all you're learning is like carry polka you know your little bad yes. all that stuff yes. and then you realize you're like 10 years down the line you're like wait Oh, so some people oh. did it different. Mm, yeah, yeah, literally. And like a lot of, you know, a lot of music theory, I it didn't stick in my head. Like sometimes my fiddle teacher would be like, so this is in G. And I'd be like, guess we're starting on G then. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think, oh, there's an F sharp in this or whatever. Do you mm. know what I mean? I just didn't, I didn't think of it that way. Even though she'd write it on the top, like, oh. but I don't know. It just didn't stick. But mm. like, it is one of those instruments that, it's an instrument I know inside out and like if you put notes in front of me I can play it and things like that. I haven't played it in a while and it's kind of scary. I don't know why I got really shy about it but um, <laughs> when, which is funny I guess because when I started playing in, in sessions and things like that as in, in pub sessions and um, ones that you could go to during the day and stuff my parents would bring mm. me and I'd mostly just be playing with other um, 
other musicians, adults, like professionals, like really amazing people. My friend, my my mom and dad are friends with Sharon Shannon and, and Mary Shannon and lots of other greats. All right, just I, I didn't even I didn't even know, but just name drop. But I didn't know that these people were so good. So I was just mm. surrounded by professionals by amazing amazing trad players not knowing where you know when I started singing songs um it would be in in these pub sessions in between you know you know they sometimes just somebody plays a song Mm. to kind of break up give the musicians a bit of a rest you know yeah and um (laughs) And, uh, but I, I didn't even realize like the musicianship is just so good that I could play anything and people would start joining in and it was just such a community. And I thought, oh, this is, this is fun. This is what I want. There was something way more, um, inspiring to me when it, when it came to a voice and and using it and, and what you could do with it. And the fact that people would hush and really listen when somebody would sing a song, even if it was just, you know, channels or something acapella or whatever. I just always found that so, so cool that we've always cherished a voice um with and you know with so much respect and and wanting to hear it so that was kind of like a big breakthrough for me where I kind of thought okay I'm I'm getting way more excited about um singing and and possibly writing and the trad stuff is something I think that my parents gave to me as an amazing tool to Mm. figure this out I kind of look at it that way do you know um and you know sometimes they're kind of like come on you're such a good flute player would you not play more and (laughs) again I I still don't really know why I'm like shy about it I guess it's because I see so much of my childhood self in the the little girl who played the fiddle or whatever but Mm. yeah it it was a huge huge moment for me to realize you know that I wanted to play music and I was really interested like you know you're asked you asked like did I consider other things but I am I was just really interested in anything creative. Like Fridays, we got to do art in school, in primary school. And, you know, you'd wake up on a Friday going, yeah, it's art day. And it, it wasn't even it wasn't even like, oh, this is going to be a break from maths. It was, I really want to do art because I mm. was kind of one of those kids that didn't mind having extra work. <clears throat> oh, wow. Nerd as well. I was, Jesus. I was a bit of a loser. No, I lost, I very much lost it in God. secondary school where it would, it would have been far more useful. But, um, yeah, I... Yeah, I kind of I liked most subjects, uh, but mm. yeah, art was kind of the one exciting thing, and and that you know anything creative, creative like that would would just follow into the rest of of my teenage years. Um, but music was the one that I would spend hours doing without realizing. You know, I didn't realize it was five hours had gone by, and it was nearly ten o'clock, and I was like, wow, I should probably go to bed. Do you know, so yeah. I think that's when I realized it, it was the the one that would keep me going. Yeah, and I suppose like that's I I feel like that's probably. You don't hear a lot of people kind of like, kind of explain it the way that you do almost in, obviously when people think of like Irish singers, they like do kind of, you know, go back to, you know, the likes of like the Cranberries or the Chords, stuff like this, sort of very, you know, Lilty and stuff like this. And you can see where the, you know, influence kind of comes from, from there. But like with yourself, you are so good at like nipping in those wee bits of like, as I said, those almost like, you know, singing like a, like you're just like a penny's gonna drop like that it's kind of interesting to see where you've kind of came from that and like moved into this kind of like more pop scene and electric and like how that's like kind of all meshed together because I know like you're like I mean you're probably like a big fan like I you can hear it throughout all your music of like real 80s influences and stuff like this mm-hmm. as well like I mean mm-hmm. even just like whatever you're like some of the things like even like movies or whatever like uh, I mean it's it's right there but like like what was the inspiration behind whenever you you know, shifted from, you know, this like world of like trad and like, do you know what I mean? Like being in mm. these environments where people are so welcoming into more like electronic pop, like even like some of them are a wee bit like kind of feel like a bit jazzy influence, but like it very much feels like those like 80 influence vibes. Like I know um, 
in like Fleetwood Mac, maybe like kind of comes to mind with yes. everyone being it. I'm like, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, Fleetwood Mac, Kate Bush, all them. You know, I went through huge phase. Well, I think when I when I was like, oh, okay, I really want to do music. Now it's now I better just study the greats or go back to the people that made mm. me want to do this. So, you know, I I went through a crazy. I've probably watched every single Fleetwood Mac documentary you could find. Oh, really? Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> and and like, I would need to go back and watch them again now because it was so long. I was probably mm. 15, 16 doing this. Um, and same with Kate Bush. And I'm kind of just starting to, to do that again. I think something that's been a little bit difficult is trying not to compare myself too much to these people who mm. had a very different journey and different uh, circumstances in terms of finding their niche and things like that. So um, I kind of have to be careful with it. But... Um, in terms of moving out of trad into pop music, I moved to college or moved to Dublin to to go to college, and I went to a music college called BIM, and I studied songwriting. Like, how cool was it that I got to like leave <laughs> school, leave secondary school, and say, "Yeah, I'm going to study songwriting." Like, it was so fun. It was so exciting, and because because of that, I said to my dad, "I was like, I need a new laptop for college," and he was like, "You do, yeah," and I was like, "No, I do because I need Logic." which is the program, the mm. software that I wanted to use. And then the second I got that, I was all of a sudden able to use all of these synths I had never had in my entire life. And I had been recording in my bedroom from at the ages of 16 to 18 mm. uh, with my mic and this crappy laptop that like, you could hear it in the background going, <laughs> just being really annoying. Um, you know, and, and it was just acoustic guitar that I could mostly use. I mean, mm. I kind of, I'd probably run around the house and find glass or glasses or like, you know, pots or whatever and tried to use it but I had no idea how to properly record them and it sounded crap but like you know my my voice and my guitar were my main things and I would love to build things up like a synth using my voice and stuff so the second I got my hands on any synth I was like I could use them all <laughs> and and when I was writing and recording I was doing it mostly with Sean Behan who I still record to record yeah. with to this day um you know Sean's my boyfriend and we do everything together and for some reason we haven't gotten sick of each other and now we're writing songs <laughs> called gravy saying we love each other as much as gravy and um I think yeah that was kind of it it just I felt like this whole new world opened up and I was able to use all these synths all of a sudden and um it just yeah I didn't I didn't want to drop that so it's interesting now that I'm kind of working I, I kind of wanted to reinvent myself as well mm. you know just left left school I just went to Dublin I was surrounded by all these new people all of a sudden and I kind of wanted to shed everything that I could to find myself again and I sort of feel like I'm in the, now the healthy EP is sort of that middle point meeting where where I used to be um you know when I was 14 and, and mm. where I where I am now as a 24 year old it kind of feels like this nice little catch-up yeah, I feel like you kind of need to have those like, you know, teenage years to like kind of go through whatever phases, even like, mm. because they're all important. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, but even like, phase, <laughs> but even like when you're talking about there, being like, oh, you're like, you know, list of, like all these like oldies and stuff like this. I was the exact same. I probably came off a bit more pretentious in school because I was like top 20s don't even know what that is like maybe oh, like oh no I, no I oh like, I went through that phase too don't worry you're not was, the only one and oh. then people are being like oh like put, put on a song and then me being like let me just get the ox here it's like what the fuck's that's like 
Oh, it's yeah. Bob Dylan. Yeah, you probably, probably you haven't know, heard of him. This is recorded like, with the Neumann microphone, and then I, like, yeah, I oh, definitely was like, genuinely. did you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Or like, anybody would be like, oh, you like Neil, Neil, Neil five songs, and then you're like, the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, oh no, I would never be that loser, but I, I nearly was, and then I caught myself, and I was like, wait a minute, you could just share <laughs> oh, this with these people. But yeah, like, but it like, is kind of fun. You need those kind of formative years, so as well, just to even like, I feel like. Obviously, I mean, I've moved on from now. I fucking t- went off my high horse real quick. Um, yes, but like, yes. those are the kind of years as well that like, even it just like, kind of expands your repertoire a bit. Like, and as you said, like it allows you to kind of grow and like see different kind of areas and parts that you're really into. And then obviously moving to Dublin, Jesus, I mean, I imagine that could be, I mean, you're, I mean, you're speaking to like preach to the choir now. Like I'm only in Dublin about a year now, but when I eventually moved down, I was just up the road in Liberties from Bim. And I remember saying like, pre-lockdown people like all walking about being like wow god we're so cool here but like it's it's i think it's hilarious going from you know obviously any kind of smaller town to like the big smoke like i feel Mm -hmm. like it just kind of gives you another opportunity to explore further Mm -hmm. as you said even with like the synths and stuff like this and just being able to be like the musician do you know what I mean? Yes. The artsy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I let myself be that artsy kind of person and Mm. um you know, it's funny, I can kind of look back on it in a way and go, why didn't you realize that you were kind of, you know, I I sometimes look back on it and imagine that I was kind of placing this armor on myself Mm. as a shield um, to sort of, in case anybody ever came, like I I grew up reading YouTube comments, so it's very easy to imagine any type of comment in my mind, like I'll pick up my capo because I want to play guitar and I'm like, Mm. you hear this voice that's like, Mm, she's using a capo and I'm like oh god and you know so I'm, I'm really glad that I let myself step into that kind of very much like artsy mentality mm. because it meant I could think bigger mm. and that I didn't get too caught up on, on all these things but it is funny looking back and it going wow I really didn't have a clue I was so delusional but like good for her good for her and I love that you know sometimes I need to find a little bit of that again um, exactly I can, I can be a bit pessimistic and, and too realistic sometimes um but yeah yeah you- it's it's a funny one yeah, you get through those formative years now. And I mean, now you've just completely went back on it. Do you know what I mean? Now you're completely exactly. removed from the big smoke. No, whatever. But at least you've kind of have all these experiences as well. Like, but yeah. I suppose as well from this, like, I mean, it's been like, you kind of see where your music's gone from. Like, it's so interesting. But like, before this whole kind of like career in music, before when, I suppose like before you and Sharon Sean and we're just like playing in the pub. Um, <laughs> like, like maybe tell us some, maybe about like, I don't know. I can imagine you being a girl from the West, you know, probably had to do some odds and ends jobs. Do you know what I mean? Yes. To ke- oh, keep God, everything, yeah. some pocket money. But like, I'm wondering, I, I always find these ones whenever I ask people, like, I feel like everybody needs these kind of like shite kind of character building jobs. Like, and mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of unveils a lot about like informing who the person we are, we are today. Like, I suppose it's hilarious because I always start off being like, do you know what I mean? Like I used to pick strawberries, worked at like Domino's. Like I did the, all like oh, the wow, service well work. Done. So every single thing that like is like, as soon as I like got into like, I remember literally being in Domino's and being like, wait, you get paid for working inside. This is mad. I was like, what? This yeah. is amazing. So like my bar was low. But I wonder, mm-hmm. like you must have probably had some, I don't know, maybe odds and end jobs. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe how to progress you on to singing about gravy down the line. Great. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. I've I've had a few funny jobs. Um, I think one of my first proper jobs was working actually on this island that I'm on now. I worked in the shop. Um, 
every day I think just for the lunchtime hours in the summer so it was probably between like 12 and 3 max like that was it and usually <laughs> people didn't even realise the shop was open at lunchtime so yeah. nobody would come in so I would just sit there and like I probably I probably stole the old, old chocolate bar here and there and I was probably I'd say I was 14, 15 maybe and I think I was reading the Twilight books no, no I wasn't no, I was reading the Hunger Games I was reading the Hunger Games oh and a little God. bit more self-respect than that and um, and eating mint crisps and it was always raining um, and I didn't have to yeah, I had a really nice boss where like everything would kind of be done by the time I come in so she'd be like if anybody comes perfect and if they don't fine so um, that was my first like real job um, I worked in the Gaeltacht a couple of times mm. and that's actually where I met Sean which is really funny and I thought he was too cool for school and didn't want to talk to me because he was this <laughs> cool guy from Dublin but it turns out he just didn't have any Irish and didn't want to ruin he goes I didn't want to ruin the experience for everyone else by speaking English so I just stayed quiet and I thought oh my god where did you come from you're so nice well, I put also <laughs> there um, so so there was that um, I also what else have I done <laughs> Mm. Sorry, I'm just sipping water. Um, the year, the year after my first year in college, I decided I would get a waitressing job. Um, I lasted six weeks. <laughs> I oh, only lasted wow. six weeks. It was tragic. I was so bad. I very, I very tiny hands. So like, they would be so annoyed if I couldn't carry more than two plates at a time. And I was like, I'm so sorry, but like, do you like, do you want me to drop the steak and have you cook another one, or do you want me to just get it there? Do you know? Um, and I, yeah, I was, I wasn't great, but I had a good time. I still had a bit of French. I think I'd learned a bit of French. So sometimes there'd be French people that would come in and I'd be mm. like, salut, <laughs> <Just> trying out <laughs> my French. Um, but yeah, I, I got, it was, and there were lots of flights of stairs. I had to run up all the time. I got really fit. Um, and that, that's all I kind of remember. It was, I was, it was, yeah, but I lasted six <laughs> weeks. I was like, I am out of here. And I went back to Gaeltacht because that was just a way nicer job. <laughs> um, and any others? Um, I think I. I did, there's this thing called Phoebean uh, in Connemara and it's sort of like an acting kind of course and, and I've, I did some kind of acting course teaching, kind of bringing in music. Mm. I did that before. Oh, and now I do voiceovers for cartoons sometimes. So oh, because It's because, it's because of my Gaelga. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally, because of my Gaelga, I have... I've gotten so many great jobs, which is really, really nice. So sometimes I do, yeah, I do voiceovers for cartoons. So, oh my God. So, I mean, okay, I was expecting some like pure trauma to go, trauma to go through, but like, no, obviously not. No, You're like, really started actually. off, worked in the shop, was literally just reading Hunger Games. I mean, got the ferry back home <laughs> in the evening. Sweet. Summers to myself. Went from that, do you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, wait, like do you know what I mean? Like, even yeah. weird and stuff like that. Like, I mean, but I, I suppose that's probably for the best. I just expect everybody Probably, else to have yeah. like gone through some horrendous stuff. Like, but like, oh, I, and then, and then, I, I kind of wish, but the six <laughs> weeks was horrendous. Like the six weeks felt like six years. Like I was yeah. so, so bad. Oh man. Oh man. I was so, never hire me as a waitress. Like anybody who works in the service industry now, I just watch them in awe. And I'm like, you are amazing. Here's 50 euro tip. Like I oh. can't. Honestly, I feel like you have to at least a little bit, do you know what I mean? Like you have to like Mm -hmm. be behind the, like (laughs) in the kitchen a little bit, do you know what I mean? You need to see, oh, but I used to be a waiter for three years. You need to see that a bit. 
Definitely. I would recommend it, you know, my six week um, internship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, it had to be done. And they were, now mm-hmm. they could be like, oh my God, do you know Lucia? She actually used to work here. She, she uh, used to work here. Yeah, yeah. I doubt it. Not anymore. Yeah. She's, she's went back to her They probably job. didn't she, even care. They were probably like, that girl who couldn't carry the plates. Yeah, yeah. Remember her. <laughs> I mean, I love that though. Like, literally, that's such a. <laughs> <laughs> like it's such like an Irish thing to be like you know, just like working away at the guild talks and stuff like this as well like even yeah, my friend like so that's actually whenever I go visit her she used to work in the ones up in Donegal like around um oh my god like Guido and stuff like that yes and um yeah. every, I was exact same because I um Nima Leva um I'm shocking at Irish like really bad um but she's absolutely fluent and um but similar to when you're talking about your you know boyfriend stuff like this now like coming over and like being so nervous to say anything that was literally what I was like so I was like being like oh, man yeah. I feel you I feel you uh, <laughs> I'll tell him he'll, he'll be happy to know he wasn't the only one but yeah, yeah that was that was good crack definitely Pro- probably doesn't help to add a big big yeah. naughty accent as well being like eh, mm. well what's happening they'll be like Hoo. I love it <laughs> I just love it I'm like why is everything different but it sounds so pretty oh <laughs> thank mm. god somebody enjoys it Jesus um, well, I love it Oh my god, I'll take it. Oh mm-hmm. gosh. God, we're just so complimentary. <laughs> yes. Of course. But, gotta gotta hype each other up. Exactly. And I suppose like from this, I mean, you're you know, from I mean, voice acting, release CP, whatever like this. I mean, everything's just been coming up, Alicia. Um but I suppose like have there been really like in all this game, like any major stand up moments that kind of came from this like whole life that has really been grafted around music I think we can come to understand now like yes. or like has there been any things that have happened like you know since becoming this artist that you maybe like pinch me monks you never thought could happen maybe like you know I even recently like Irish Women in Harmony like mm. one of those kind of things I feel like is such like a standout like you know this is like a proper like you know feather in the cap kind of moment or like I don't know maybe any big like gigs that you've done that have just like really stuck out have, what have, what have been the moments have you you've been like oh shit I get to do this for a living <laughs> mm. I think the biggest standout moments for me are when there aren't too many people involved and I don't mean to say that in like a like obviously I've, I've played amazing shows and you know you can sometimes get so surprised at how many people that will show up but um being in the studio and writing and, and getting some sort of an idea out of my head and into a song and and then I guess like, I guess, yeah, putting it out and people resonating with it um, or that it resonates with them, should I say, um, that they're the moments where I'm like, oh, this is so much bigger than me. And um, when my ego isn't necessarily too involved, that's when I can have that moment of like, wow, I can keep doing this for the rest of my life, even if it isn't like a fully a career as well. You know, it's it's just making something in a room and. And like, mm. you know, when you get that little stank face and you're like, oh, this is so good. I can't believe I just like, you don't, it's not even like a moment of like, oh, I can't believe I just made this because I don't really have that too much until it's properly done. But like, yeah, just getting into the groove of writing and, and uh, you getting that moment, getting that lyric and be like, yeah, that's it, that's it. And mm. it all just makes sense. And I think that's, that's kind of the biggest thing. And that's what keeps me going. And I've noticed when I don't do that enough, that's when I start to question all of it I'm like what's Mm. the point of this this is pointless I feel like I'm just running after lots of people to try and like me why don't you like me (laughs) and like you know all these things (laughs) that brings me back to friends you know that why don't you like me (laughs) chapter one my first period (laughs) oh man (laughs) but um you know so there have been moments like that and and 
Another thing that's kind of kept me going throughout the lockdown is knowing that there's more to it as well, that there are mm. the moments of live shows and, and that hopefully we'll get them back at some some stage <laughs> sooner than later. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Dreams the dreams cover with, with Irish Women in Harmony was so cool and all the girls are just after getting their, their, um, their plaques today for it going... Oh, I'm so bad. <laughs> it, gold means platinum, right? See, I get confused because platinum seems white to me, so I think it would be silver, but it's gold. It's gone gold. No, gold means gold. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you, everybody just witness my blonde moment? It's gone gold. So all the girls have just gotten all their gold discs. <laughs> Duh. Oh, my God. You can keep that and use that. Forever. Wow, anyway, that was a but that was a whirlwind. I really let you in there. Oh my god! But yeah, that <laughs> that was that was so cool. And you know, to see you know that we all got to just come together and enjoy it yeah. together, and and that it you know it did it did good. It did such good for people mm. in this lockdown. And um, yeah, there are those moments when 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 there's lots of when there's lots of strong vibrations involved. That's when it feels feels the best to me i think that yeah. was a long-winded answer <laughs> <laughs> no oh my god i absolutely loved it like i suppose that is always like the funny thing because obviously looking from the outside you're always you know seeing people that are doing well like especially people that are in the spotlight like they're performing with artists or comedians or anybody like that's within that kind of performing to public like and putting stuff out to mm. public like creatively you always just kind of compare it with like oh my god like you must do like this huge gig like that's mad or like turn around whatever like that's mad but every mm. single time that you end up talking to somebody like they revert back to and see what you said they're being like really the, the, the big bits are the fact that like i get to like go and create stuff like do you know what I mean it's yeah. like because because it brings you back to you know as you said like those wee days mm. and like BIM or like even like in school when you're you're just playing around with like wee bits and pieces like you know we're just playing around with shite in your bedroom and then you'll be like yeah oh this is like this passion is you know where it's taken and I mean also like low-key I, I thought you're gonna bring it up I guess I'm gonna have to like low-key TikTok yeah. famous but like I mean that's pretty pinch me <laughs> TikTok famous me not at all oh my god no I posted my first TikTok god it's the algorithm game is so weird I, I haven't a clue but I posted my first TikTok a while ago and I was just kind of saying like hello I'm on an island and, and if you want to watch me be on an island you can and uh, that like that's the only thing that got lots of traction but you know that and that that was the one where people were like it's the gravy girl and I thought that was so funny um but no, my God. I mean, I did go up like 3,000 followers in a week, which is never, you know, when you think mm. about how I have maybe 7,000 on Instagram and I've been, mm. you know, trying to do this for so long. Now I'm kind of like, wait, TikTok's where it's at. Let me get off Instagram. Inst <laughs> did you see that video where somebody kind of used different snippets of different random footage explaining what they thought so certain social medias were? And like no, Instagram I'm, I'm was just a... like this. Oh, it was so good. Instagram was like like this weird... Mo it seemed like all these models were on like a turntable kind of like you know the way you can go to those those restaurants and they have like yeah. that just comes out on a road the rotation yeah yeah on the belt the, yeah it was just like models on one of those like moving really slowly back mm. and forth and I was like yeah that's Instagram and they just went through all of them and like or like somebody explained TikTok being like the fun party where you can go into the kitchen and everybody's cooking or then you go down the hall and everybody's doing karaoke and all these things you know TikTok oh. it's a it's a it's a whole new world it's very fun yeah my one's a weird one as well like whenever like we like any of my friends were being like oh let me see like your for you page just like see what like the algorithm's picking up for you it's like very yeah. much giving back to me very quickly to be like 
the fuck like i feel like i get like i've just been down so many weird routes and then Same. i think it's even like somebody sent you one thing like one thing from a weird side tiktok and that's all you'll get like that's i don't all you get I, there was, the week. Oh, i was on beans tiktok for a while Ooh. that was a weird one yeah there's like yum. everything like had beans 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 oh, yeah it was, it was intense it was intense so long um, as it's <laughs> not like actual ugly but like the heinz beans no offense to heinz but those heinz beans that go on to- when people do beans oh. and toast, I'm like, oh, no, please, no. no Refried beans. Yeah, yeah, black beans. I'll take them. Pinto beans. Hey, but, no duck, yeah. Eddie. Yeah, but be- that's so you really did go down a bean rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I suppose, like, I mean, that's it. Like, you've. I, I love that I literally just like you said such like a sweet like heartfelt answer be like just like being able to like do my music and I like revert it back to fucking beans and TikTok beans but, <laughs> that's okay suppose, like, everything's just as important as everything in my eyes it's fine <laughs> but I suppose like from that as well like it seems that you've just been doing so well and like you kind of said like throughout throughout last year you've been working through a lot of stuff like but like have there been any major kind of like I almost hate asking people this but it's kind of so you, like see like the good parts you kind of have to see the bad as well I don't know mm. have there been any kind of like major like horror stories that kind of like came from you know I suppose being more in this public spotlight I'm guessing like just I don't know if you've even like got you're just reverting back to those like YouTube comment days like oh, is that yeah. a thing that you're more aware when you're like the more that you like you know tend to mm. you know be doing like getting popular and stuff like this like is that one of the things that you're kind of be like oh we didn't expect this to come along with it but fuck it I'm grand I'm way off from the west coast like <laughs> yeah a little bit. Um, luckily, I haven't really experienced much of hate, I guess, can we call it? Um, I don't think I'm really at that level at all for people who don't like me to care enough to come and tell me they don't like me. Um, <laughs> th- and I'm glad that I kind of look at it that way in case it ever did happen, where I'd be like, well, yeah. these are just people that are going out of their way to tell me they don't like me, which is a really weird behavior, mm. but okay, you know. Um, I, I think I have enough of that voice in my head that I've kind of like imagined every any every and everything that could be said to me um Mm. and I don't yeah it's kind of I've kind of been working on on how to personify those voices in my mind um and I've been talking about it recently even just like you know I wrote a song really recently called needy and it's kind of just I personified that whole needy side to myself you know the one that would just be like hey did you get my texts I know I sent four of them and <laughs> like um mm. I really hope you like me and um like I'm really sorry uh, like I, I got that top two that top two you got was really really nice I got it too like it looked really <laughs> the same like you know I just I really want to personify all these types of versions of myself and another one is that kind of just crappy person in your head that's like even if even though I imagine it's not exactly me where Mm. like I said where I picked up the guitar and like she's using a capo like you know I don't that no that's not me and they don't that that voice doesn't necessarily fit with my morals and stuff like that so I'm kind of just practicing how to you know I'm I'm putting it into a song every now and then to try and 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 talk through it and work through it but um I really I really don't know it is something that kind of scares me that if I was to get some of it how it would affect me um Mm. And I think it's okay that I'm talking about it now and saying it because I think, you know, I think you can really take away power by talking about something instead of Mm. giving it, shedding light on it. Um, Because really, when you shed light on it, you can really see what it is. Mm. But uh, yeah, I I, I haven't had too much of that apart from just it coming from myself and thinking that I'm not good enough or I'm not interesting enough or why would somebody want to sign me? Why would somebody want my songs? You know, they're they're the biggest lows I get to. but then I just replace it with, well, I like them. 
and I like my songs and yeah um and other people like other people do too and you know I'm really just trying to listen to that voice that tell like is telling me like I like this we we like this this is this is good so yeah I'm kind of that's kind of just where I'm at right now I think yeah, I feel like even like mm-hmm. one of your songs, like I was kind of listening to there as well. Like you did a really like, you know, lovely acoustic kind of cover of it on TikTok. Like that was like where I like first kind of heard but to do. We're just kind of like, oh, yeah. you know, talking about like growing up, still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like Not thought I'd all. be here somewhere. Like I feel like, do you know what I mean? The way that you were just describing it there now, trying to personify those things and try to like put them into a like... I know that this is exactly I'm trying to think of the word that like mm. articulate there we are <laughs> what I was struggling to do but you're very good <laughs> at just being able to articulate those kind of wee bubbles that I feel like everybody can relate with in a sense where it's like every, because everybody has those kind of thoughts being like what the fuck or yeah. I, I especially in the kind of Irish culture I feel like there's a lot of self-deprecation or if somebody's you know mm-hmm. doing something that's kind of like the notions on them like believe me like geez the family like group chat whenever I was like hey listen to my podcast it's been like Connor's hashtag influencer and I was being like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like at the yeah. same time I feel like there's a part of that as well that like you're I feel like everybody has to go through and just gets to the kind of like well mm. I mean I could obviously, you know, you could obviously stop or do things like that. But like at the end of the day, nobody really cares. And as soon as you kind of start like less caring, you're being like, fuck it. Yeah. And like, it's so inevitable that you're going to die. And I know Mm. that's so, I don't want to get too morbid about it. I want that to be a saving grace for when you get so caught in a crappy, just, you know, spiral that just keeps going down and shooting down. And it's just like, look, you're not getting out of this alive. So, you know. I can do it like go on and I have to remind myself so often of you know the importance of that the importance of how fleeting all of this is and uh it really doesn't matter like if you want to release a song called gravy like just do it do you know what I mean like and that's like you know not everything has to be so big and deep either you know I'm one I'm one of those Mm. people that imagines like if I write a song and it isn't going to resonate with everybody in the entire world it's not a perfect song and I'm like that doesn't exist like you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea like Mm. that's the voice in my head that is just so needy and sad and just like Mm. goes into the corner with like the scared version of myself and they're just like both holding hands be like oh, what are we gonna do and I'm like guys please you know and <laughs> just trying to point them out and to say like it's grand like you're gonna be scared and needy all the time so exactly pick pick, pick what you want it to be you know exactly kind of, yeah God, where I'm at fuck right it. Now, anyway. here we it's are do you know what I mean Ooh. get over yourself <laughs> literally literally that's it like, nobody has to be here but we're here now <laughs> exactly and I suppose mm-hmm. like from this like and obviously like everything that's happened like to where you are today like you've already seemed to be taking off so many things and as you said like like 24 like or yeah 24 yeah i am i am yes yeah you're right <laughs> i'm 22 Sorry, you know, I, no I i'm comparing myself now that's like my little brain in my head being like fuck's sake um but like no, i suppose like, you've done yeah. so many like huge things and like you've came so far already and i mean you're living that dream you're off in your island already with the man <laughs> you know seeing the swan stuff like do you know what i mean you just seem to have like a real grasp of yourself like but i was wondering like what does the, I suppose, future then hold for yourself now? Like, are there mm-hmm. any big goals like that you want to achieve that you maybe haven't yet? Or is it basically just like, you know, you just seem in such like a happy place at the moment. Like, do you just hope that continues on from there? And, you know, maybe a live show <laughs> in the future? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, Yeah, no, there's a, there's a couple of things. I really, really, really feel like I've only just started. Um, 
personally and then of course you know there is the anxiety that says you've been at this for a couple of years and you haven't done enough come on girl what are you doing and again that's the voice that I'm like you're not helping um but I really really want to <laughs> just sing at them to make them go away I do um, the exact same yeah, I know, thing my friend I know. is like it's like oh no I'm anxious I'm like, anxious. <laughs> like the more vibrato the worse it is <laughs> But um, big goals. Um, I just want to write an album. That's that's all I really want for now. Um, and an album that I, I I'm really proud of and I love. And you know I'm kind of getting the bones together to do that. And mm. um, digging up some graves. I hear you. Yeah, digging up some gravies. And I just don't want. <laughs> oh yeah, I just don't. I don't want um, to get too caught up in in the kind of idea that like this is your debut album and it has to be perfect to like make sure you you know I just I hope mm. I don't get caught up in that and I don't think I am and I'm just trying to take things as they come and you know this year has taught everyone that you really really can't plan for much you know no just, Jesus don't, <laughs> and just control the things you can and um, easier way easier all I mean all these things I mean so freaking profound right now but like all these things are so much easier said than done um but yeah there, that's just my big goal I just I just really want to make a living off music that's that's mm. it you know um wherever that goes and how far up that can go I'll you know I'll happily welcome into my life so long as it's something that I'm comfortable and, and loving and, and I, right now it is and you know it's still tough I still think like oh my god like mm. you know you have this thing sometimes you have this fear of like you know I'm I'm now like in my mid-20s and I'm like oh my god you're gonna be 30 so soon like the boat's mm. gonna go the boat's gonna go and I'm like where is it going like what do you mean and um yeah, there's 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 fears around it, but um, like like I said, you're always going to be scared, so you may as well choose what it is that you're scared of. Exactly, frigate mm-hmm. like, and I suppose like, I mean, is there maybe just this is my own curiosity? I mean, any like you know, main people that you like want to really collaborate with? I suppose like if like the day comes, I mean, let's manif- manifest it. We'll say it right let's now. Manifest it. Who, who is it, Sharon? We want her back on. <laughs> She's going to play some fiddle on it. I hear you. I don't know, like yeah, <laughs> there's so next. many people. <laughs> oh, Stevie Nicks. I mean, oh, that Miley, that Miley and Stevie remix was amazing. Oh. I loved that. Um, oh God, you know, I there are so many people that I want to work with, and I mostly just want to work with people that understand what I'm getting at and where I can go into a room and just say what I'm mm. feeling, and you know, it can turn into something exactly that. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan of Taylor Swift. Always have been. Um, even just to meet her would be lovely, and just to be like, you did it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alicia, you'd be glad to know she's our number one listener. <laughs> she's our number one listener. Well, hi Taylor, how's it going? Um, but you know, I there's so many people. There's so there's so many incred- incredible songwriters. I'm a big fan of Caroline Aylin and Emily mm. Warren, and I'm a huge fan of producer Ian Kirkpatrick. And in, in terms of kind of the absolute pop sphere world, and um, yeah, I I I don't know, but I also am kind of scared of 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 that because they're so good, and I'll just like sit. I would I could just sit there in a room, and anybody could say anything, and I'd be like, "That's perfect. I won't add anymore." <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. It's pe- people people who are going to challenge my my skill and my my craft and things like that as well. But yeah, th- that's just a handful of people that just came to mind. But I absolutely. don't know. It's absolutely. Crazy. And mm. I suppose just before we finish off now, because mm-hmm. I feel like I could keep talking to you for ages, but I mean, Same. we're really chancing on your 3G here. I mean, honestly, I know, that phone is so burning well. up. But I it suppose just before we finish off, I was trying to note down some little um, <laughs> buzzwords, uh, like through a little interview to maybe do like 
a very quick word association game. So, <gasps> oh, I love this. Brene Brown does this in her podcast, and I'm scared. Okay, what is it going to be? Oh, did you? Brene Brown, yeah. she stole it off me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she stole it off you. Oh my God, absolutely. That's a great Clearly, podcast if you haven't, Christ, if you haven't heard it. It's great. Um, but yeah, like maybe, um, PC, I've just been jotting down anywhere. I was like, whatever happens. Um, but, um, yeah, okay. just the first thing that comes to mind, it could be mm-hmm. word, it could be phrase, whatever, you know, really just comes to your face, but like just, uh, just whatever comes to mind ASAP. Are, are you up for it? I'm up for it. Go for it. Delicious. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> so first foremost, healthy. Apples. <laughs> wow. This is, this is already going interesting. Oh. Jesus. All right. Oh my Bim. God. Guitars. TikTok. Anxiety. <laughs> Tim Chadwick. Only me. That's his favorite. That's my favorite song from his new EP. Mm, Galway. Colourful Key Street. <laughs> Taylor Swift. As in the key, you know, Key Street, it's one of the yeah. lovely streets and it's super colourful. When I think of Galway, that's the first thing that comes to mind. I thought you were going to be like, I thought you were going to be like, do you know what I mean? Like, home. Or home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, literally, like, I know, like, Boosham. <laughs> said Boosham that would have been great I mean it's not far off Key Street oh man this is I'm, I'm, t- I'm too angst I'm like oh my god what's the next one gonna be you're doing, this is you're great. Doing great okay Tear Swift Teardrops in my guitar gravy first one of her first singles I don't know I just saw her right there beside her guitar yeah loved that oh man and I related to that song loads I was in Scouts and there was this really cool guy who I really liked when I was like 11 and uh he was one year ahead of me which is huge at the time and uh, he was going out with this really cool girl and she was a twin and I was like I like you and now I play guitar and you're the reason for the teardrops of my guitar oh my god loser love it uh, love it okay. yeah I love I'm getting like a full like this is so interesting <laughs> love that this is like really progressed I, I wasn't expecting this at all I've um, let gravy. you walk in oh Bisto <laughs> yay <laughs> and finally Finterviews oh laughs just oh. good laughs yeah god you yeah. said it you yeah. said it yeah, yeah I did yeah. <laughs> yeah I actually do love whenever like I got called out doing this another time was Bailey something's been was some, someone was saying really was this like all just a lead up just so I could say something nicer about the podcast and I'm like oh my god I love it I'm like no shame going on here <laughs> I'm like bet. fucking I I gotta get that sign back come yes, on <laughs> tell me I'm good come on yes come on. I love that well Leisha honestly it's been such a pleasure like genuinely I think this you has too. been just like hilarious interview altogether. but <laughs> for people that you know want to follow you everything that you're doing next and I mean even like you know listen to your music your EP everything that's going on where can they find you where can they listen and like what is the go-to place to keep up with everything Leisha yeah well you can keep up on Spotify it's L-A-O-I-S-E I'm sure people can read this though but just in case you're not reading um, and yeah I'm, I'm at Leisha Music on socials and probably just talking about pizza or gravy or something not very profound even though all the content try to be, Come on. I don't know all, all the content and yeah yeah, that's where I am. I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure. Like, I mean, this is just brightening up my day. I think I've just completely came out of a hangover. It's been delicious. Oh, um, but thank you so much, honestly. Um, and yeah, I just wish you all the best. And um, thank you so much for coming on to Benjamin's. <laughs> thank you. Hopefully I'll see you in person sometimes. Hey, no worries. Hey. Well, here, I'll see you later anyways. All right. <laughs> okay, thank you. 
Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Finterviews. Please do remember, if you enjoyed the podcast and this episode in particular, to give us a like, share, subscribe, comment, and a five-star rating on whatever listening platform you're on. All of that stuff really does help. And as well as that, you can also get in touch and support me on socials. I'm on everything now, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter not Snapchat um, TikTok YouTube basically you type in interviews find me somewhere and yeah you can even let me know who you would like to hear on the podcast next and yeah I can try to make it happen if I've had Leisha who knows who I can get next <laughs> until next time honestly thank you so much for tuning in and I'll chat to you later bye